Right, good evening. Welcome to worship at the cathedral. We're so glad you're here with us. Um, why don't we sing a couple of songs this Sunday evening? No matter where we are, it's always great to sing praises. Let's sing forever. Come on, let's sing together wherever we are. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. His love endures forever For the life that's been reborn His love endures forever Come on, sing praise Sing praise Sing praise Oh, sing praise Sing praise Sing praise God is faithful forever God is strong forever God is with us forever from the rising to the setting sun from the rising to the setting sun his love endures forever by the grace of God and the grace of God we will carry on love endures forever come on sing together sing praise oh sing praise sing it together sing praise sing praise forever forever God is faithful forever God is strong Forever God is with us Forever One more time we sing it Forever God is faithful Forever God is strong Forever God is with us Forever Sing one more time Forever God is faithful Forever God is strong Forever God is with us Forever Forever Alright, a very warm welcome again We hope you enjoyed that song And before we sing um, a few more songs we do the small thing here I mean we do that in our physical service and we ask people to to get out of their pews and go greet somebody else but since everybody's home so why don't you give us a small wave in the comment section and we'll probably wave back um, can we all close our eyes before we before we engage in worship Heavenly Father this evening Father we request oh Lord for your holy presence no matter where we are oh Lord 
Your word says, wherever a few of you are gathered in my name, I am there. And Father, this, this evening, O oh Lord, we call upon you, O oh Lord, because we need you now more than ever. And no matter what, O oh Father, no matter what storm we're facing, no matter what mountain we're facing, no matter what ocean we have to cross to, no matter what chains are holding us back, O oh Lord, your praise will never cease from our mouth, O oh Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When the mountains fall and the tempest roar, you are with me. When creations fall, still my soul will roar on you. With my head lifted high and my spirit revived in your story. And I'll look to the cross as my failure is lost in the light of your glorious grace. So let the ruins come to life in the beauty of your name rising up from the ashes God forever you reign and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your wings I will love you forever and forever I'll sing when the world caves in Still my hope will cling to your promise With my courage ends Let my soul find strength in your presence Can we sing this next part with all faith? Oh, I'll walk through the fire with my head lifted high and my spirit revived in your story oh i look to the cross as my savior is lost in the light of your glorious grace so let the ruins come to life in the beauty of your name rising up from the ashes God forever you reign and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your wings I will love you forever and forever I'll sing, sing, sing again so let the ruins come to life in the beauty of your name rising up from the ashes God forever you reign oh and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your wings I will love you forever 
and forever I'll sing. Oh, 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 come to life in the beauty of your name rising up from the ashes God forever you reign and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your wings I will love you forever and forever I'll sing the ruins come to life in the beauty of your name rising up from the ashes God forever you reign and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your ways I will love you forever and forever I'll sing Oh yes, Lord. It is you, O oh Lord, who, who turns these, these ashes into beauty, O oh Lord. It is you, O oh Lord, who, who turns dry bones into flesh, O oh Lord. Lord, it is you who, who turns the deserts into, into flowing streams of water, Father. Is there anything that you can't do, O oh Lord? Lord, the song beautifully says, and my soul will find refuge under your wings. Father, this evening I pray that you may teach us, O oh Lord, to be still and know that you are God. To be still and know that you will fight for us. To be still and know that the battle has already been won. And all we need to do is only rest in your embrace, O oh Lord, to rest in your grace. To rejoice in your victory, O oh Father. Let's sing. And thunders roar, and 
is all upon you for you have said in your word and you've promised us oh Lord that you'll never leave us nor forsake us this evening father as we stand surrounded by times of uncertainty in times where we do not know what tomorrow holds father we want to draw upon that promise we want to draw upon the love that you so graciously lavished upon us on the cross in that we want to still ourselves in your presence Jesus 
through all the anxiety, through all the turmoil, through all the tribulations. We pray that you hide us under your wings, Jesus. And Father, I pray that you also give us the discernment to know the difference between being still and doing nothing. Father, you have said in your word that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. I pray that you give us that grace, that blessing, to be able to diligently seek you, Father, through this time. Because, Father, we believe and we acknowledge, Lord, that though we might be completely submerged through the waves and the winds that surround us, but you, God, you, Jesus, are still above it all. The water that is high above our heads is still under your feet, Jesus. And so we want to draw upon that path this evening. And we want to proclaim your promise. Because you are a way maker. You still work miracles, O Lord. You make a way where there seems to be no way. The same God yesterday, today and forever. We believe it, Jesus. You're greater, you're higher, you're stronger. You are here, moving in our midst. We worship you, we worship you. You are here, working in this place. We worship you, we worship you. And you are here, moving in our midst. We worship you, we worship you, and you are here, working in this place. We worship you, we worship you, cause you are way maker, miracle worker. Promise keeper, light out of darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, you are a way maker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light out of darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, sing it and believe it. As you are here, touching every Oh, we worship, we worship you, we worship you, you are here, you are here, healing every heart, we worship you, we worship you, are here, you are here, turning lives around. We worship you, we worship you 
are here, you are here, bending every heart. We worship you, we worship you, cause you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light out of darkness, my God, that is who you are, cause you are way maker, miracle worker, Promise keeper, light out of darkness, my God, that is who you are, that is who you are, oh, that is who you are, now that is who you are, that is who you are, that is who you are, oh, that is who that is who you are, that is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop. Come on, let's sing it together. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, cause you are, you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light out of darkness. My God, that is who you are. Oh, you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light out of darkness, my God, and that is who you are, and that is who you are, oh, that is who you are, and that is who you are, that is who you are, that is who you are, oh. darkness my God that is who you are oh you are way maker miracle worker promise keep light out of darkness my God that is who you are oh believe and we will sing it out loud Lord in all faith and assurance 
that your God never sleeps nor slumbers. Even when we don't feel it, even when we don't see it, you're always working. You're always watching over us, making sure that we are doing fine, Lord. So this evening, we want to proclaim it, Lord, with all faith. absolute assurance that you're a God who will never leave us nor forsake us. You're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The God who took Israel out of Egypt, saved them from the Egyptians, walked them through the Red Sea. Walked with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego through that fire. same God who healed the sick, who opened blind eyes, who opened deaf ears, who cleaned lepers, raised dead, is in our midst even today. He's the God of yesterday, He's the God of today, He's the God of tomorrow. So I do not know what your condition is today. But I pray this evening that you put your trust on Him. You cast your cares upon Him for He cares for you. Jesus never fails. The world might fail, the world might pass away. Jesus never fails. So to that and Father, we just want to commit ourselves into your hands. We believe that you're still in control. You're forever, you're in control. So we want to cast our cares upon you this evening for you care for us. want to listen to your word a lot, listen to what you have to say to us. I pray that you give us a teachable spirit, that you open our hearts, open our hearts, open our ears, open our eyes a lot. Speak to us. Help us to take back something. Help us to listen to you. To be faithful to you. Jesus, we want to praise you once again. We want to thank you for everything. Meditation, everything into your hands, Lord. In Jesus' most precious and matchless name we pray. Amen. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this evening and thank you, Lord, for this time that you've given us to come into your presence and to ponder on your word. We pray, O Lord, that you would give our hearts rest and comfort and care, even as we turn our face towards you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, it's my joy to share the theme for this evening. And the theme for this evening is Anxious for Nothing, Part 1. Anxious for Nothing, Part 1. When we talk about anxiety, anxiety is something that troubles everyone and it is something that always 
comes up in our lives. And therefore, someone has said rightly, in fact, Charles Spurgeon, he says like this, anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but only empties today of its strength. Each one of us living in this world goes through this motion. In fact, the whole world at this very moment is going through an anxious period. Today, our whole country has come to a standstill to find out how we can take up adequate measures to stop this virus from spreading over. And everybody is having a fear. Everybody is having a moment of anxiousness in their hearts. What's going to happen next? What is tomorrow holding for me? The Bible very well brings about a very important aspect where Paul, in his writings to the church at Philippi, writes something like this in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 4 to 7. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What is our future holding? There is financial stress around whether my health will remain good for me or not. There are crucial decisions I have to make in my life. My future is secure or not. All these things bring about anxious moments for our lives. Young people are looking about for jobs, they're looking about their schedules of every day, marriage, decisions of marriage, and it is something like too much that they have to cater to. Paul, when he wrote this letter to the church at Philippi, he himself was in an anxious moment. In fact, he was in the prison. And when he was in the prison, he goes on to write this encouraging aspect about how we should not be anxious about anything. But is it possible? Is it possible for us to be able to do what is being asked from us? Let's look into a very interesting character from the Bible, from the Old Testament. And this guy, he was having a very anxious moment also in his life. I would like you to turn your Bibles with me to the book of First Kings. And in the book of First Kings, we come across this person, a prophet of God, Elijah. Elijah, a prophet who was a person who encountered people with the power and strength that he experienced with the Lord Jesus Christ, with Yahweh. And what we find out here in the story of Elijah is that every time he went out, he went out with the power of God. And with the power of God, he was able to challenge people in fact, communicate the message of God and tell them about how God is going to bring about his justice, is going to bring about maybe calamity after calamity for not heeding to his instructions. And we find the interesting story of Elijah going on to talk to King Ahab. 
and his wife Jezebel. And when he goes on to talk to them, we see that how he goes on to tell them how they have, they have forsaken Yahweh and they have fallen and gone on to follow the prophets of Baal and the teachings of Baal. They have refused to follow the living God and they have gone on to follow the false God. But then we see that Elijah, in spite of having unique experiences with God Yahweh, he has a moment in his life when he's tensed, when he's filled with fear, when he's filled with anxiousness. And I want you to turn your Bibles with me to the first Kings chapter 18 and chapter 19. And we are going to see how Elijah goes on to understand how it is important for us not to be anxious for nothing. How not to be anxious for nothing. When we see Elijah's story, Elijah's story has been a very unique one. He has been through those times when he has experienced God bringing life to a dead boy. He has experienced the time when there was no rain across, he was still fed. He has experienced that power when he went on to challenge 800 prophets of Baal and goes on to challenge them at Mount Carmel. And he saw the victory of Yahweh when God sent the, the fire to consume the altar that was put as a sacrifice. The prophets of Baal could not compete with him in any way. He has seen that God is almighty. He has experienced that God is all-powerful. But in all of this, what we find here is that he went on to challenge the king and the king was not able to stand up in front of him. He has faced people, he has faced kings, but there's a moment of time when King Ahab's wife challenges and says that I am going to kill you. You're going to face the same situation as you have done to the prophets of Baal. He is filled with fear. He is filled with anxiety. All this time, he has experienced, Elijah has experienced God's protection. He has experienced God's provision. He has experienced God's presence. He has seen the power of God with his very own eyes. But now he's falling apart. What we find in chapter 19 from verses 3 to 5, and I'd like to read it for us. It says like this, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. And when he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. And then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. What we find here is happening in Elijah's life is something about some mistakes that he has committed. He has experienced God, but now we find him taking a total different turn. And if you walk with me through this small passage that I read out for us, 
we first of all notice out here is that Elijah was afraid and he's running for his life. He's escaping. He's trying to safeguard his life. And then we see that what he does out there, he, he leaves his servant and he goes on to take another day's journey. If you will walk through the, his, uh, through the geography of the whole area of Israel, Judah, we see that Israel south, Judah is there. And that's where we see that Elijah leaves his servant in Judah and tries to escape on his own. He tries to move on on his own. And then when he goes on on his own, he goes on more ahead in a day's journey into the wilderness, into the desert area, till the time he sees that there is no more place I can go. There is only water out there. And then he says to the Lord, Lord, I've had enough. This is now too much. I can't take it anymore. You just take my life. That would be the best thing that could ever happen. Many a times people who are anxious, they also resort to these things. And what we find here is that you got something to learn from it. We also make those mistakes just like Elijah made. When we are fearful, when we are anxious, we run ourselves into the ground. We are afraid. We are trying to run away from life. But there is a limit that we come up to where we cannot run away from. There is a limited geography for us. And then what we also start doing in the meantime is we shut people out. We shut our friends, we shut our families. Elijah, what he is doing to his loyal companion, he has told him to stay in Judah, I can't take you any longer. He was even having the privilege of taking the help of the Judah king. But he did not. He internalized his problem completely. I want to do it on my own. No one understands me. I want to do it on my own. Thirdly, what we find also is that he started focusing on the negatives. When he started focusing on the negatives, he started saying like this, I am no better than my ancestors. My forefathers have gone through the same way, but I am also no better. And many a times we also say that, that I am a good-for-nothing person. I am a person who is, his life or his, her life is faced with lots of trials and tough troubles. But what we find here is that Elijah goes on to make the biggest mistake that many a times we also do that. And what we find, fourthly, he goes on to do is he forgets God. He goes on to forget God. As I started off in the beginning to tell about Elijah's story, he was a person who has experienced God in completeness. He has seen the mighty works of God. He has seen God providing him. He has seen God being his protector. But now, at the sound of one lady who challenges him that I'm going to kill you, he has forgotten the powerfulness of the Almighty God, Yahweh. 
When we look at Elijah, the very name Elijah, and it's an interesting thing to study. Elijah, the word Elijah, if you break it into three aspects, El, that is Elohim, and then I, that is me or mine, and Yah, that is Yahweh, clearly brings out the meaning as my God is Yahweh. The word Elijah means my God is Yahweh. And scholars, when they talk about the Hebrew language, the Hebrew language in the very inception did not carry any vowels. It was only later that vowels were added to it. And when we look at this word, Yahweh, it does not bring out the very clarity, the very clearness as how we, you and I would speak. But then when we look at this word, it's speaks as if your speaking is as a breath. Yeah. It's as a breath. And so Elijah clearly goes on to bring out the meaning for us that my God is Yahweh. My God is my breath. My God is the one in whom my life is. He is my life. He is the one who sustains me. And I think so that's what happens. When we are anxious, what we have done is we have forgotten God. In other words, we are short of breath. We are short of God's presence completing us. You and I need to remember that God is the only one who makes us complete. And see what happens in God's presence when Elijah goes on to experience at this mountain where he goes on to search for God. We'll read verse 9 onwards in chapter 19. And then he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword, and I'm the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. A unique experience is what Elijah is going to get. He's got the message from the Lord saying that I'm about to pass by. And the Bible notes out here, Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Three experiences we see that Elijah encounters and he does not find God, God there. He does not find God in any of these experiences, 
the mountains have thundered, the wind has blown, the fire has come in, but God has not been there. But God has been there in one unique experience, and that is being in the whisper. And I wonder many of us, when we, have, when we talk in whispers, when we can only talk with whisper, in whispers is when we are close to one another. If you are far off, then we have to shout out. But if we have to communicate someone who is close to us, who is just next to us, we just have to whisper. And God, through that experience, helped Elijah understand, I'm not far away from you. I'm just next to you. And all I have to do is, is to whisper to you. The devil shouts lies and he puts distrust into our hearts and minds. But God, he whispers the truth by drawing close to us. He draws close to us. He is with us. He is with us here. And he says, and I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be there with you. I don't know how your experience has been through the last week or through the last months. Or how anxious you are at this very moment too. In fact, each one of us is going through an anxious period of time. But the Lord wants to remind us by whispering to us, I'm here. I'm here. What happens in the end of Elijah's story? When we go through the book of 2 Kings and chapter 2, we see Elijah is taken away by God in the chariot and he is one of those who never experienced death. What he was fearing of when Queen Jezebel said that I'm going to kill you, he never experienced that at all. And that's so amazing when we see, when Paul writes about it, that you got to be anxious about nothing. Because that nothing aspect is something which is not going to happen and we are putting our attention to it time and time again. What Elijah feared never happened. It never happened in his life. And there are three things that can happen in this situation. First condition could be that it would never happen. The second condition could be it does happen, but it is not all that bad. Third condition, the worst case could be it happens, but the Lord carries us through it. He carries us through it. He makes it to pass through it. And that's the beautiful thing that God wants to share with you and I today, this evening. No matter what the obstacle is, no matter what kind of enemy you have in your life, God wants to tell you that when you say that you have had enough, he says, continue to be with me in prayer. Continue to be with me in supplication. Continue to be with me in thanksgiving, and I will give you rest. And Paul, very beautifully, he writes in that verse 7 of chapter 4 of Philippians. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
not by our own strength, not by the strength of this world, by the power of the Lord, by the power of the Lord. Shall we bow our heads in prayer and ask the Lord, O oh Lord, that you would continue to reign in me, that even at the times when I am anxious, I would learn to depend on you. Even at the times when my palms are sweating, O oh Lord, I would learn to join them together in prayer to you. O oh Lord, that I would say thank you to you. And I would say, Lord, you are the one who is the sustainer. You are the one who is always in control. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for speaking to us this evening with your word. And Lord, when we look into our lives, we know that anxious moments will come. And they will try to trouble us. But Lord, one thing that we have learned through your word as a reminder to us, where Paul says that continue to rejoice, be anxious about nothing. Because our God is in control. He is wanting to give us a peace that we will not be able to understand. But it will continue to abide with us because we have trusted in the promise-keeping and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the sustainer, the creator of this world, and the one who continues to protect us. And my prayer is, Lord, for each one of us listening to your word this evening, that, Lord, we would learn to put our confidence in you, that we would learn to put our trust in you, even when the odds would be against us. Oh, Lord, that we would cast all our anxiousness into your hands because we know that you care for us. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for your compassion for us. Continue to dwell in our lives, O oh Lord, and teach us to always be rooted in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.